602radio.com That's <laughs> <laughs> called Stinky. Like, I have a lot of videotapes of a lot of the old bands I was in. I used to document a lot of shit from the old days. I was at a band called Poets Corner in the mid-80s, and that was like the punk rock scene. Placebo Records owner Tony Victor's house is where we would practice out. And, uh, JFA, Dirt Clods, Rabbit Rabbit after that soon. But those were like the scene that kind of where things were really humming, man. It was in the mid-80s, you know. It was really, we were all young, and shit was kick-ass, you know. And that was like, you know, that's the scene to me, you know, when I think about it. A lot of good bands. Everything right? after that, we just kind of kept it going, but that was like the magical time, I thought. Yeah. That's called Injury. You know, all those bands, so, you know, you say, because it was, that was the heyday, you know, the mid-80s, mid you know, early mid-80s, right? And then 
So what happened? What happened? The nineties came around. Seattle and all it was that even like before, yeah, but that heroin was like, entered that was the more, yeah, yeah. A lot of people got hooked on some bad that drugs. That was another thing about the that weeded out the herd, so to speak. Um, houses came and went, and then we formed relationships with people, uh, went our ways, and um, then we formed secondary groups of old friends and old other friends, and then we kind of would pair off. So the main school became little little groups of other schools of friends, and some went to Oregon, Seattle. Some state here. So nomadic city, isn't it? Yeah. So summer back. Yeah, summer back. S- summer dead. Summer not here. Summer there. Yeah. <sighs> song. It's called.
my accent. If I can just say Please one, do. Please, and you can edit this out, whatever, but uh, it's pretty important to me. Let's legalize fucking marijuana, people. Hear, hear. Because uh, here, here. Yeah. I'm tired of living like a fucking crap. And if you don't agree, then shut your, turn off this station. Oh, you don't have to turn it off. I just, uh, That's just Jimmy <laughs> being mean. Don't, don't turn the station off. I don't know if you disagree. Maybe you should just turn the There's station off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're not a part no, of no, the no. Hey, they got an editing machine. Yeah, yeah, so 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 <laughs> Pat McMahon, where are you? <laughs> the opinions expressed are not those of 602. Actually, I think I they are the opinions of 602. If you actually have listened to some of our shows, it's okay, I'll take it.
It's hard to sing when you're really like uptight and you know, you're drumming and your heart's going 800 miles an hour. Okay, it's time to crew now. Yeah, it's like, where's Barry? It's got to be hard to be a drummer and a singer at the same time. Yeah, it is a challenge for Especially sure. Like the energetic shit, you know. It's definitely you have to focus, you know, and, and actually get ready for it. You have to, um, you know, like an athlete almost yeah, have the, have the, uh, have the, uh, you know, whatever it is it takes to do that energy, as you call it. This one's called This Way. to ask you about um, a song called Empty Window. Yeah. And what, that, what, what you wrote that about. <clears throat> oh, that's about a friend of mine, actually, I knew. Um, named Martha Candelo. And if you guys have ever heard of the Wallace and Labmo show, half of that show's coolness was the music. Mike Candelo, who did the Salt and Avery River and all that. Uh, Martha was... Um, Soggy Cereal, is that right? Huh? Soggy Cereal. And all that, yeah, yeah. That was Martha's husband. And I had met Martha about a year after he had Ended his own life. Um, you know how the rock and roll world may take some uh, people get disillusioned, drugs, and so on and so forth. But he was an older man at the end of his ropes, had his career, knew Hendrix, they knew Morrison, and so on. And Martha was a really cool person. And um, the song was written about her because uh, I went to her house one day and basically the house was empty. And I found out, tried to find out where my friend was at. And you know, later she died. So, pretty much cut and, cut and dry. <clears throat>
This song's called Empty Window. Cause like that's the shame about it actually. A lot of those bands are really good, and then they break up before they make it to the studio. You know, uh, that's the shame. You know, hopefully it's something like Six O Two Radio can help keep the movement alive. More people interested in themselves, their own bands, and the scene. It can grow. You know, that's what I kind of see in it too. 
Really, man. I mean, I'm not bullshitting you folks. 602 Radio. Let's keep it going. Give a damn, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's Phoenix, man. <laughs> I know. That's why I called them motherfuckers. <laughs> but I was born here, and I've suffered every summer. So I'm allowed to. Cheers. And I have a lab bad.
The cold rapture of our destiny has caused no one to ponder each his own common sense. Therefore, we're wrapped up in some sort of eclectic mindfuck based on electrical impulses through our TV. Anyways, um, Kiss was my first uh, band that got me into music. Then from there was like Van Halen's Easy Top, off to Led Zeppelin. Yeah, fucking Rush showed up, you know, the drummer thing. Kind of fucking threw things off a little bit. From there I went into Maha Vishnu. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I met Greg Norton, the Gooder Band, and that was Zappa, and uh, Hendrix, Mitch Mitchell. And I just kind of just dwelled into you know, that kind of area, you know, keeping the old school rock alive, but yet, you know, a creative busyness, you know. Like I've always been a kind of a busier drummer, faster busy, higher energy. You know. It's because of Mitch Mitchell, you know, he told me it's okay to do that. You know, Billy Cobb, I mean, I don't play with session like progressive fusion players very much, so people that I play with are used to drummers just like a background thing or stuff, you know, and I like it it's sort of to be more of an orchestral part of the piece, you know, and to really apply the percussions, you know, and just go for it that way. That's sort of my reason. 